Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Casual and Committed. We are going to jump you right back into part two of our episode with Lewis. We are going to dive you right back into where Lewis is discussing how men sometimes have difficulty with having platonic relationships with other men. And also we are going to dive into if we've ever seen platonic relationships in our families. So we're going to dive into that and so much more in this episode. So enough of me talking. Let's get going. Also, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, write a review, rate us five stars, and also please share this with a friend. All right, here we go. Even my parents, like my parents are, my mom passed away in January. I know you both know that, but the listeners probably don't. But when both my parents were alive, both of my parents had friends who were couples, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't weird, but like, I never really saw my dad be like very close, hug it out on the subway friends with a single woman, not because he's incapable of it, but just because there aren't very many opportunities for that. Because like, as Kelsey, as you know, like once you have kids, your friends are like the parents of the kids in your friend's class or the parents of the kids on your friend's soccer team. Like you're just not really exposed to a lot of different kinds of people. And as the kid, you don't always necessarily see every kind of platonic relationship that you could see. And so like, I didn't ever really see my dad being friends with a single woman. Mm-hmm. It just didn't come up. Yeah. Or did you see your dad? Cause you then said about your friends that you embraced in the subway. Did you see him loving on his man friends? Oh, absolutely. I love, do you think that's why you embrace your man friends? Perhaps. I I mean, I I will say I love my dad to death and I am proud of him for a number of reasons, not just how he has, you know, worked through everything with my mom's passing and and the changes that have come about from that. But I mean, he, he's just a super guy. I think you've both met my dad, albeit Aaron, I think you met him very briefly at the, at the service. But yeah, he and like he and his friend, Chris, he's up with Chris right now. He went up for his, I can't even remember how many years it is, but like a high school reunion. And he and Chris went to high school together and they like recreated a picture that they took with my dad's 1972 MG midget. They like made the signs that they put on the like overly high class of 73, like, and put it on Chris's mini Cooper. And they like took a picture of themselves hugging in front of the car, just like they were hugging in front of the the midget when they and i say midget it's a type of car i'm not using a derogatory term for a little, a little person the mg midget is a car they put signs on this car and like hugged in front of the car and like took this picture and it's been like a famous picture in our house and like they recreated that photo so like he has never had qualms about that and perhaps that is why i you know feel I comfortable know. With that. i think that's why you need to hug alex in front of my children all the time so that <laughs> so that they can see good example I hug Alex. I know. I'm saying keep doing it. Hug him, I will. Hug him up and down. <laughs> Happily. He's a good hug. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but you are right. I mean, to be honest, speaking of like from the kids' perspective, like they will see their mom being friends with a variety of different people. They'll see us having couples friends. Of course, we'll be friends with their kids with our kids' friends, parents, or at least like the good ones. And, and in many cases, I tend to be, if if it's not an OG friend, 
like someone mm-hmm. that Alex and I both knew like and met at the same time I tend to be the <laughs> the groomer like I tend to be <laughs> the one who brings in the friends do you know what I mean like I do I do of a couple I brought in you we have a couple other friends that's not true I think it's it's split some between in the same sex or opposite sex couple relationships like in these hetero couples it's about a 50 50 split if i bring in the guy or the girl <laughs> i sound like yeah. swingers but we're not oh well, why do you have all those pineapples all over your house no. i do have a pineapple in my office window but oh but, gosh but it's for welcome because it doubles as a welcome sign i've been on a cruise with you i'm seeing this in a whole new light i know it's upside down pineapple <laughs> for swingers they're never upside down but like it's because a couple of things, but I think one of them is because Alex is this coworker at work. She is married. She has children. He complains about her at like a fair amount, like not in an inappropriate amount, but, but also he talks about her and to her and like, he'll say like funny stories and I'll be like, what do you want to just marry her? You're just going to fall in love with her. You know, like I give him shit. He doesn't do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like a normal person who you're friends with might. Yeah, no, but I'm saying I give Alex crap for right. No, I was sorry. That was me going one level deeper and reaffirming my joking insinuation that you and Alex are not friends. Oh, exactly. Okay, you are because that is something that a friend would do. But okay, so now I like I I almost don't want to say this because I'm like we're already running so long. But I love talking to the two of you. Yeah, it's okay. Let's turn into two episodes. Hooray! Yeah, Aaron, if you could do that. And then if you could also just, you know, fix the levels and all the other things. Do it anyways. And transcript. <laughs> uh, until this year, my parents were both married to each mm-hmm. other my whole life. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a time when, I, like, just be, because most of my, the adults who I saw in my formative years were my parents' friends. And most of them were couples. And because the others were my friend's parents and they were mostly couples, I just have not really seen a great deal of single people who have the potential to make the decision of whether or not to enter a romantic relationship and then just decide on the merits, right? Because like, if you have a single friend who is a man like me, like in, I'm guessing that in their minds, it's like, oh, well, it, you know, that would never happen because mom and dad are married. Like, so that that just doesn't come into their mind. And so I'm thinking like for, can we say your kid's name on the podcast? I don't yeah, remember. Please. Okay. So like, when would Hattie and Grady see a single straight man and a single straight woman just be friends with each other who are adults. It just happens so infrequently, I'm guessing, compared to the alternative. Right. Like you're saying, when do we as children, and you're just using mine as examples, like right. when do when do kids ever see a Harry Met Sally situation? They don't. Right. Mm-hmm. And correct. That That's my thing. Aaron, do you feel like that you're experience as a kid like your parents didn't have friends or you didn't know grown-ups who were just like oh yeah we're just friends (laughs) yeah pretty much I mean my parents have been married for over 30 years and my mom even now like 
both of my parents. My dad has high school friends still, but they're like kind of scattered mm-hmm. in Michigan and in Texas. But other than that, like my mom doesn't really like go hang out with the gals. She does something like once a year with a group of people from her work that will come over and hang out at the pool. Yeah. But they just like hang out together and that's that's pretty much it and to me i'm like that's fun and all but like don't you just get annoyed at the person like don't you just like want to go to like hang out with somebody else every now and again um i never should, really saw it <laughs> you should get you should get them to go to meetups yeah. <laughs> so but that is a good point in all three of our cases our parents are together you know and so yeah. like possibly possibly you are seeing your parent if you have a single parent engage with like someone that they'd be attracted to that they aren't together with but you're right it is few and far between i'm sure because like we we don't have a lot of good models of like platonic friendships right generally i have two friends who are they're women and um one is straight and one is bi and i only say that because it's hard to explain like what i'm trying to say when i say platonic but anyway in their case they are like so into like the concept of platonic love even just for them like people don't understand how they can be like in their late 20s neither of them have been in relationships like really and that like they're not actually secretly together. They're really big advocates of like platonic love, even in their case where they're really not attracted even to each other. They're they're women who aren't lesbians. And anyway, I so I just you, we just don't have a lot of examples of platonic. Right. Love. I I just had a thought and, you know, only 90 minutes too late. Could we explain for anyone who's listening, what platonic does actually mean? Like, yeah, you want me to pull? I mean, I do think people probably know, but I we love a quick Google on the yeah. fly. <laughs> but Kelsey, I see in the reflection of your glasses that wow. you have something up. What can you tell the the listeners? Yeah. Or do you want me to do it, and I can like I can do it like through the glasses reflection podcast voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you Google define platonic. I'll read you the two top things that come up. Perfect. Of love or friendship, intimate and affectionate, but not sexual, used in a sentence, their relationship is purely platonic. Another example, platonic love is a type of love in which sexual desire or romantic features are non-existent or have been suppressed or sublimated? Sublimated. Yes. Okay, but means but it means more than simple friendship. The term is derived from the name of the Greek philosopher Plato. Okay, I'm glad that I'm glad that came up because I was going to mention that it is of Plato. Yes, the, though the, the philosopher. philosopher never used the term himself. No, but it is a reference to him, and you know, friend of the pod, Plato. But yeah, yeah. and you've never seen Harry met Sally. It's a I haven't. I know, but like I can because I'm someone who really thrives on like pop culture stuff, like I can, I can act like I've seen when Harry met Sally and, and say something like, I'll have what she's having. Right. And like, I know it, I know how it exists in the zeitgeist. Lewis, you must watch when Harry met Sally. I know it was older, but 
1989. So like the year year um, Taylor and I were born. Yeah. To full circle moment it. Yeah. Like to your birthday. Mm -hmm. Just for fun. What are some other movies that you're like, this is a cultural phenomenon of a movie. Surely Lewis Mm. has seen. He's 34 and a white straight cis man. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not great at movies either. either am I. I'm honestly shocked Aaron's seen this movie, to be honest. I no. have, because I really like older Meg Ryan movies. Yeah, okay, well, Sleepless in true. Seattle. No, I have seen all Got of those. Mail. I've seen all those. They're well, great. then you surely should have seen this. Yeah, sure, out of the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that always trips people up is that I've never seen The Goonies. Yeah, same. Yeah, and I'm... What was that but face? You, no, I haven't either. You, Okay. You come across as a person who has seen because you are pretty good at pop culture broadly, as yeah. that typically corresponds to having seen stereotypical quintessential movies. Right. Can I also just say that I'm I, I always listen to podcasts when I'm in the car or when I'm mowing my lawn. So I assume that everyone else is doing the same. There someone Someone who's listening to your podcast just literally crashed their car because they are so shocked that all three of us have never seen Goonies. I mean, I know the truffle shuffle. Right, but someone's shook right now. Like, someone's going to be listening to this screaming. What? None of them. We haven't. It just... (laughs) Life is a rich tapestry. Yeah, it just never... uh, You know a movie that really (laughs) surprised... This is what our podcast is good for, just going off in different directions. Yes. Because I'm a Christmas person. I think a lot of people yes. know that. Yes. I've never seen A Christmas Story. Is that the one with the leg? I've never yes, seen the, the leg one with the leg. It's so good. We watch it every year on Christmas. One year, when it came out on Blu-ray, three people bought it for my dad. For Like, three different people bought him the Blu-ray of uh-huh. A Christmas Story. In fact, I, I tried to get him to buy The Christmas Story house. Oh, makes it sound like I'm so rich. I'm not. Yeah, it's in Cleveland. Alex and I went and saw it when we went to go see Bruce Springsteen on the concert where he got COVID and I didn't. Yeah. Despite him driving there and us sitting right next to each other and meeting on a plane there and back and I didn't get COVID and he did. So I'm convinced he went and like licked a hospital entry room door or something on the way back to Detroit. But yeah, we drove by the Christmas Story house and it was for sale. I don't know if it still is, but I looked at how many dollars it would cost to purchase the Christmas Story house. And like, it was a lot of dollars. But it wasn't an unovercomable amount of dollars. And I was right. like, Dad, you should buy the Christmas story house. Because it's also a hotel. You can like stay there. Right. In the like kids' rooms. And stuff like yeah. that. They do like events around it. Yeah. And there's a gift shop and it's a whole thing. And then you can rent out the house next door. So like it's a money-making opportunity. So again, hashtag not an ad. But if you have, you know, a couple million dollars burning a hole in your pocket and you're looking for a great investment opportunity in the historic Tremont neighborhood of Cleveland, you could do far worse than the Christmas Story House. I wonder if it's still for sale. I'm guessing not. That concert was a while ago, but maybe. It was, but. You got to have the right buyer for that kind of thing. I would love to live in that house. I would leave it exactly as it was. But I do not want to just, you know, bring it back to our friendship, Lou, because yes. because I think that ours is so great. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's particularly so great because I just think it was a really great success story of me being new, a person in a new place, in a new neighborhood, at a work where we lived 
next door to each other and worked every single day together. So really we could have gotten, it could have gotten bad. You know what I mean? Yes. As it, as it did for, I think for each of us with one of the people, not the same person, but I think we each had a person who we worked with, who we did. it, It did go the other direction where it got tough. Yeah. Right. And, and then, you know, I think we, I, I moved in in June. Alex eventually moved in in like December. So it took like six months for him to join the group. And he just like fit in so well to the point that three of us hung out all the time. And Aaron, we would sit on the couch together, all three of us. Oh, same couch. That's weird. People don't do that. That, that was a good couch. <laughs> That was a good couch. Well, your other couch sucked, which is partially why no one ever yeah. sat on it. Yeah, and the other the reason was because it had the best view. And yeah. Aaron, the three of us would just sit. And I always had to sit in the middle. But but it was just so great. And we would watch movie after movie after movie. <laughs> yeah. Just the three of us chilling on the couch yeah. together. And uh, I mean. Play rock band. Rock band. Yeah. Most of our listeners know, though, that Alex is not a small small king he's a husky boy and same for me and We're same for me size. typically <laughs> me and alex they don't know lewis but lewis is tall i'm a big one yeah well <laughs> you're you're not <laughs> i don't i don't not, fit on an airplane you're like, not so I, much wide but you are tall i i appreciate you saying that i'm wider <laughs> than i'd like to be but the fact that i'm six four kind of makes it a little bit less absolutely obvious Right. Um, no, but, but also, you are like, tall. I never and... want to go on an airplane if I can help it because I don't fit on any airplane anywhere ever. Length, height, width, X, Y, Z axis, none of them work for me on an yeah. airplane. Yeah. And we'd all just sit together on the couch. We and... What a success story. Or, yeah, or garage banding it up. Yeah. <laughs> Watching all the Star Wars movies, all the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, and I just hope for other people, you know, that they can do that too. I actually think going back, Alex is, because I am the groomer, I am the one who brings in the friends. You really He's, need a different word. You I know, really I'm using it word. horribly, like, but in... You're the, you are the friendship sommelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's really good at one picking up like where that friendship is at and like running with it. If the roles were reversed and he was the one who would bring friends in, I think I'd be more weird and awkward about like, oh, but they're already friends. And where does that make me fit? And like, you know, so he's really navigating that part. But also like he does not give a fuck if I'm friends with a man. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say like, was there ever a point? And like, this is too much where he was like, you you hang out with this guy every day? Never. He Good never which is I think really great for me and him, but also yeah. I just think is really great for him. Like, you know, I think that's that's a really good quality that he has, but also like, cause I said like his coworker at work who I know, like I'm joking, but I still make the comments right. like that. He's like gonna marry her or like that. That's his girlfriend. Like he doesn't do any of those, you know, like even like small jokes. So I think mm. like, that's a really good skill that he has because before me, you and Alex were sitting on a couch, like you and me were sitting on the couch watching movies and playing a rock band, you know, and then yeah. you just joined in. So, like, I could easily see a world where, you know, 
I don't know, if you take all of us out of the equation, you put three different humans in there that people could feel, you know, a certain way. But and then you married us. Yes, I did. And then you married us. So it clearly worked out. Even that, though, like I constantly say that I asked you to marry me, like because it's funny and it's right, 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 right. Like (laughs) it's a little like shock and awe to say that I asked you to marry me, I guess. And it, like, I know that that would bother me if he was saying that to somebody else. Like if, yes. if our relationship was Aaron and he was like, and I asked Aaron to marry me, like, I know that that would bother me, even though I know that nothing's ever going to happen with him and Aaron. That really bo- like, so, but he doesn't even care. He thinks it's funny. He thinks it's like so funny. He's pretty chill out about most stuff. I know he is so chill. Which- That's work. I think only furthers my assertion that you were in the wrong about the Dr. Pepper. No, I was, <laughs> he was that worked up about, about it. Dr. If he was that worked up about it, obviously it was something pretty serious because he is pretty chill about most stuff. No, he was three beers Lawyer. in and he gets a little more activated. Three, 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 three big ones though. Not like, or like high alcohol ones, not like three, but like, right. I was going to say like, he, He's one of the few people who I can go beer for beer with almost anyone. And he runs me into the ground when we drink together. Yeah. He's a sweet seas, but not yesterday. He was an assies. <laughs> what were you no more comment. annoyed yesterday or were you more annoyed at Epcot? Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, all right. One hour and 51 minutes in, and Epcot finally comes up. Let's go. Honestly, honestly, in the grand scheme, okay, I was annoyed at Epcot to not to like rehash that, but I was annoyed at Epcot. But I think mm-hmm. like my reasoning for being mad then was there yesterday was just like, just like an off day you know what i mean but yeah anyway i just just love our friendship lewis and i love that then you became friends with aaron and you've become <laughs> friends with yeah. like more of our friends you know and you have good friends like honestly <laughs> everyone who don't. no i, I mean <laughs> don't hype her up on that <laughs> don't worry lewis is never gonna hype me up like he'll I, never... <laughs> I i feel like i have I have drug you through enough shit today that I can give you a little bit of a <laughs> thanks of a build up. No, I mean, when at your wedding, yeah, there, there were no assholes. I mean, maybe there were, but I didn't interact with anyone at your wedding who I was like, man, fuck that person. Like they were yeah. all just pretty chill. Like when I've come over to your house, like when when I was there, the time like when Aaron and I met for the second time because I didn't remember us meeting at the wedding and that's a whole other story for another time but when we were up there for y'all's joint 30th birthday party like mm-hmm. everyone who was at that party was just like a super cool down-to-earth person like I felt like I could have been friends with any of them and I don't necessarily think it's because like we're so similar that we have like the same friends like Stepford people like they're just you you cultivate a good friend group and Thanks. you're also, you're an easy to be friends with person. Oh. You're, you're not a perfect friend. You're not a perfect friend. There is plenty. And I feel like I've let loose enough that, that we don't need to rehash all of that. But no, you're, you're easy to be friends with. And I'm guessing it's kind of the same reason why you're 
I don't want to say easy to be married to because I don't want to speak for Alex. He can come on and say that himself if he believes that. Queen to be married to, exactly. I'm easy peasy. But like even yesterday where you were like, and then I was like really mad at him. And then like I realized that part of the reason I was mad at him is because of stuff that I assumed that he was going to do. And I got mad and then I decided to let it go. And then today we talked about it very briefly and then we let it go. And it's like that could have turned into a multi-day argument. You both were just like, eh, you know, I'd rather just move on. Yeah. Um, and like that is part of what makes a good friend. You you hold people to account. You you have called me out on some bullshit in our time together. Yeah. When it was warranted, but I think broadly, and Aaron <laughs> and and Aaron has rightfully called me out on some bullshit. And I I hope that you feel like any bullshit Epcot. that I've ever called you to Epcot. <laughs> not even the not even the Epcot part of Epcot, but like the the secondary. <laughs> post epcot part of epcot and i hope that if i have ever called either of you two out on bullshit that you feel like that it was warranted and, and done respectfully yes yeah, I, to be honest Liz, i don't think you've really called me out on any bs i don't think they're not to well, be I'll, like I'll i don't think start. there's really been anything to like call me out on not because i'm perfect <laughs> but because i don't think i've had a situation with you where there was like warranted like yeah like that type of don't worry but But i could be wrong no i i can think i can think of something but you just move past it Mm. but it was also done sort of teasing so i don't know that you really thought that it was a call out yeah you you'll have to text me tell me because i don't remember i'll tell you right now it's your million year old laptop oh Oh, (laughs) and your abject refusal to make a commitment to a thing that costs what like fifteen hundred dollars that like and i'm not saying like oh i'm gonna casually spend fifteen hundred dollars but like it's a thing that you want it's a thing that you really probably need at this point that you that you can do and that i i think that it's kind of silly that you don't but it's ultimately your life and it's like i'm gonna offer the suggestion i'm gonna offer and i'm gonna let you make your decision about it and and not harp on it or belittle you over it Mm -hmm. I really think that we have some really, we have really demonstrated for the people some great friendship here because as you mentioned, there's not really great signs or, or examples of platonic yeah. friendship, you know, and, and friends becoming friends with other people in different worlds. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know what I, I will say before you conclude this, Kelsey? Yes. With our friendship, me you're and not you. a hugger. Me and you? Yeah, like you don't hug. I've never really seen you hug your friends like hello, goodbye. Yeah, I don't. It's not a thing for me so much. Yeah. Does I, that bother you? You want me to hug you more in front of my children? <laughs> no. I just, I'm a hugger. So I always hug everybody. But I know with you, I don't. You don't do that. So yeah, I don't do that. You know, <laughs> that's kind of funny because yesterday I hugged somebody and who was, I hugged somebody. We'll just leave it at that. And that felt very good to me to hug that person. Like <laughs> I felt like that was the right time for that hug. I hug like my grandparents when I like leave their house, you know? So like that's, I do that. I hug Alex like pretty much every day. Oh, yeah. Honestly. I just, I, well, you know, you can easily go a day without hugging your, your person. I know, but I'm saying like in friendships. Not oh no, like... but yeah, I'm not a hugger. No, I'm really not a hugger. I'm not a hugger under obligation. I like when there's, when the hug feels like, like natural. Yeah. I'm not naturally yeah. drawn to the hug, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just saying like, 
I do that with everybody else, and you're the only person. Really? Like you want to hug me when you see me? Yeah, it's just like a natural reaction for me for me to do that because that's like how I'm like hug me. Yeah, well, it now it's gonna be weird, so I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) No, you can hug me. I hug some people if I like pick them up from the airport, you know, or if I drop them off at the airport. There's there's times where I hug, like upon welcome and departure departure departure. (laughs) i i just i'm not i don't think i'm weird in a hug (laughs) like i think i know what i don't think you're you're weird in that i just i just have observed that you don't do that yeah no i'm not a big hugger you know why partially i don't like lifting my arm like i don't want to smell bad that's like i think of any time someone hugs me i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking about well, and you do reek, so I smell. No, I just, I just, I'm dead ass serious. I think about that a lot. Like, if someone goes into my hug, like I almost always want to say it. Like, oh, I'm sorry if I smell. Like, I don't know what that is. I guess I think I smell some. Like, I do know I smell sometimes. Like, you know, you can smell yourself, and I just don't want other people to smell me. So, so if you want to smell me, Aaron, I'll just lift my arm right up over you like that. <laughs> That is so interesting, though, because, like, you do seem like the kind of person who would be constantly hugging people. Like, Yeah, you're very and bubbly. I, yeah, I say this as a fellow type A nut job. You're a type A nut job like that. Like, you absolutely seem like someone who would just be like, oh, my gosh, like, we're going to hug all the time. Like, Yeah, like, I'm a touchy-feely person yes. with all my friends, even non-friends. Like, I actually have to to like reel it in at work because I t- I like to touch forearms and I like to touch like hands you yeah, know what I mean like hugging get it I don't know that is funny Erin that you don't like you're welcome to hug me I'll hug you back I'll just be thinking about my armpits the whole time <laughs> I do tap on the backs people have commented that to me like I'll go you know what I mean and that apparently is a sign of like I don't want to be hugging you or like like let's stop but it just feels like the most natural yeah I just always thought kind of like from your mom like you got it from your mom because your mom isn't a hugger either so I just figured it was a family thing family trait <laughs> yeah I don't know I feel like I hug a decent amount but you are right that I don't probably as much as a typical person interesting i'm gonna reflect on that yeah because even even acquaintances and they're women like i'll just be like oh hey and like hug them like it's not like a it's just i just easily do it i think it's because i don't like shaking people's hands for some reason yeah that's that's so interesting. Another reason I don't like to hug people again, I like I'm really in my head about that. That one time, well, not one time at prom, you know, in the in the aughts, wearing white suits were popular, and I wore a lot of bronzer, and I got bronzer on people's suits. Mm. Also, like where I hit at people, like I mean, I'm not wildly short, but like there's that to navigate. Like if Lewis and I hug, I mean, he's a foot taller than me. <laughs> it's like how do you hug a person like different heights you know it's like the whole thing it's like a lot to think about so you and i will also say i'm a really like for someone who's tall i'm an under hugger and it like it trips people up 
You under hug as, I, as like as, this? As tall as I am, my inclination is to under, like, I got to have at least one hand under, even if it's under like the, <laughs> again, I'm doing such a dog shit job of this because it's like, this is an audio media, but we're on the Zoom call, like sideways claw, where I'll do like left hand high, right arm low and like go around like that. But yeah, I got to have one, I got to have one arm your, under. So even with right. like your person, Lewis, because Alex, I'm a double under. And so he, that forces him to be a double over. I think it depends on the person. But yeah, usually I try to do an under. I just, I also like, I'm, my people are usually diminutive in stature. Yeah. And so there is often like lifting. So like, I can't lift from over. Like that would take a level right. of strength that would require me to go to the gym ever. Right, right. Um, and I'm just not right. there. But no, I mean, I guess some, you know, if it's a, if it's sort of a quick or even like a, like a, I'll always do, if it's a side hug, I'll do an over, but like, no, a regular hug. I, I, I'm an under, a one like under one, at over. least a one under. Yeah. What a crisscross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Are you a hugger Lewis to like, well, you hugged on the subway. I hug on the subway. Yeah. I'm an exhibitionist hugger. No, I'd say, yeah, I probably am with, with a certain caliber of per- like i'd hug alex i'd hug either of the two of you i guess like aaron wants us to just hug aaron wants us to just all of a sudden be compelled to hug and then I think no, i'm saying and I... like when you say like hello goodbye I like now i'm just <laughs> yeah i was gonna say if it's not every time i've been to your apartment then it might be like the times that i have like left or if i've like when i helped you move whatever like i'm sure that we hugged as i was leaving probably every time that i've come over to yeah, your place i think so pretty much that's a natural so, thing for me i just yeah that's so weird See, okay so here's the thing too is like if i hug i want it to be i want it to be a good hug like i want it to have like squish a squish factor do you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't want some like little like our bodies are barely touching. Like I want my bosom to be like resting on you for a solid five <laughs> seconds. Like I want a squish. I want like a, like a, some, you know what I mean? Like I want it to be substantial because yeah. I find that the quick, like, okay, bye. Like, like I don't, yeah, I don't need those ones. You're right. Aaron. Sure. Like I don't need that. You know what I mean? I'd rather tell you, like, I really enjoyed spending time with you today. Let me know when you get home. Like, mm-hmm. and like I'm like, that? I can speak louder than words. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I now get I'm, it. Now I'm curious, because uh, this is like a, this was a big point of contention at, at something that happened in my life recently. Like, I've, were y'all ever like encouraged or even like forced? as a child to like hug a family member or friend mm. who you like didn't necessarily have an interest in hugging. Mm-mm. I don't think that I was conscious of choices at the time okay. where like that would have been a thing. I like, it was definitely a, a, an obligatory hug to like hug your grandparents. Like I couldn't probably leave without doing that, but I also right. wanted to do that. So yeah. like, or at least I think I wanted to do that. But for my kids, like, I ask them all the time, like, will you give me a hug? And Hattie says no, like, pretty often. Like, she will say yes. So she Mm -hmm. does understand. But she will say no. And so I'll say, okay, then I won't give you a hug. Yeah. But I think that's, like, millennial parenting. Yeah. My parents didn't really, like, 
tell me like, oh, you need to go hug people goodbye or, or whatever. It was really none of that. But my dad's dad, my grandpa was very not affectionate at mm-hmm. all. Like he didn't really want to hug anybody. He didn't like he'd say like, love you. Goodbye. Sometimes his like love yous were few and far between. But then as he got older, because he passed away in his 90s. But I oh, think wow. as I got older and as he was getting older, it kind of became like more of a like we hug goodbye. We hug hello. Like we sit next to each other and like stuff like that. So I think he appreciated yeah. it more as he got older. Yeah. Because um, of I like the a whole time thing. But yeah. I have such a like visceral memory though of like a family member, you know, one of my someone my age, like one of my cousins who was like not having it and like just did there was a, a family friend who just like they she did not want to hug this man and her parents were like no come on you gotta hug him he's your uncle whatever and it's like i don't love the idea of forcing people to hug people that don't want i mean forcing anyone to do anything they don't want to do broadly speaking i know that that's part of the job of parenting but like even even now like i have a i guess i don't know technically like a second cousin or whatever but like one of my cousins kid who's a, a you know a young girl who's like maybe four or five and like i've only met her like once or twice and we were at a family reunion and they were like do you want to give uncle lou a hug and she was like no and they were like oh come on i was like no no i do not want to hug anyone who does not want to hug me like please do not don't <laughs> come on yeah no i think that's very like that is something uh you know new to like recognize that your kids don't have to like yeah hug the people that they don't want to i do have one last question that lewis you can answer in 60 seconds (laughs) oh gosh you your faith in me is appreciated but i don't know that i think Um, i can since you're the first other casual person well no we had jess on who's casual but of the male kind yeah (laughs) since you're casual and you're back on the scene How's it going? Are we? <laughs> I think back on the scene might be a little bit generous <laughs> to describe. No, I mean, it's, I, I, I'm, that's not my priority right now. Like mm-hmm. I have Bumble, but like I even, I have the new phone, right? And like, I have not even re-logged into Bumble. So like, clearly it's not a priority. I'm, I have not been swiping this week. Uh, I'm not super concerned with it. And it's, going probably about how you would expect for someone who is not really making it a priority and who doesn't necessarily live in a place that is super conducive to that okay yeah gosh just try that hermit life out that i'm living in my metaverse (laughs) i've been living that hermit life like until (laughs) i met my ex and like since we separated (laughs) um I love the hermit life, but like it would be nice occasionally to like live that hermit life with another person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's honestly what I find my marriage is, and it's the, which is the best in that. Cohermitation. Life. Yeah. Cohermitation for sure. For sure. Aww. Well, we'll, we'll definitely have you on again, Lewis. First off, we Thank plan you. to record one episode. This is definitely a two-parter. Yeah, sorry. No, we, it's we the best. Aaron and one. I, you don't have to be mad. 
You don't have to whole apologize. episode on hugging. Who knew? I know. Erin, you came in clutch with that side <laughs> comment there. Yes. I've been um, wanting to say it for like probably a year now. Well, oh my gosh. Why did you oh, bring goodness. it up sooner? It's not like we don't talk every week. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Oh my gosh. Take us out. <laughs> I will. Well, and also Lewis hyped up all of our listeners because most of our listeners are our friends. And Lewis said, I have great friends. So, you know, the ones who are friends oh, with me, Lewis loves yeah. you. Real friends leave five stars on iTunes. I'm just Oh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if you liked what you heard and you liked Lewis's hype, make sure to like and subscribe to yeah. the pod. Give the five stars. Follow us on Instagram at Casual Share with a Friend. Cast. Yeah. <laughs> tell your friends. Seriously, tell your friends, please. And thank tell you. Strangers. Strangers oh. are just a friend you haven't met yet. Yeah, exactly. Hug them. Go to a meetup and tell, tell them about us. Exactly. Uh, okay. Well, you all have a good night. Yeah. Good bye. Bye. <laughs>